Greetings and salutations. You've successfully arrived at the bloody disgusting network. Coming up next is something indescribable, tantalizing, and mind-numbing. Enjoy. Hi, what's your name? Billy. Billy what? Did you ever watch The Twilight Zone? God, remember The Twilight Zone with Burgess Meredith? Remember, he, he, he loved to read, and there was a nuclear war, and he had no friends anyway, and he was down on the base of glasses. What about the mannequins that got two weeks off and turned into humans, and they were allowed to go out and shop for two weeks on their own, and then this one came back, and it was over two weeks, and the other mannequins went, come over here for a minute, and turned them into plastic. You, you want to see some hey, all right. And we are doing a welcoming everybody to Zoning Out. I'm Christopher Feinstein. John Sachs. Frank Bonacci. And John. We are here today to discuss Season 1, Episode 30 of The Twilight Zone. A stop at Willoughby. Tired of his miserable job and wife, a businessman starts dreaming on the train each night about an old, idyllic town called Willoughby. Soon, he has to know whether the town is real and fancies the thought of seeking refuge there. This is a classic, guys. What do we think? Push! Push! You gotta push! Push, push, push! All the way! All the time! It's push, push, push! All the way! All the time! Right on down the line! Now it's me on the bowl. <laughs> that face in the mirror and just that screaming push is me. That's what I saw. That's me on the toilet. You don't. My wife said, well, nah, you know, I don't need a lot of fiber. I've realized. You, you know you what happened? I'll tell you right fiber. now. When I'm fucking on on point and I'm dieting and I'm watching my, I eat a lot of fruit, a lot of berries. When I'm doing that, like a whistle. No, I don't even have to wipe. I know. I just get up. I just don't even bother anymore. Right out of the, <laughs> right out of the bowl. Now. After I had the kid, I haven't had, you know, it's just been, my life's just been, I just ate half a pizza rustica downstairs an hour ago. You think, oh, you, how you think? Is it Larry's pizza the, ruka? Yeah. Larry on Larry's pizza rustica? It's the best. How do you think those BMs are going to be tomorrow? Oh, oh my God. I'll give you a hint. Not good. Not great, Bob. Cheese is the worst. Cheese so, like, is like, uh, oh, it comes out like a bunch of knives. I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying to get that back under, but that lately that's been, been old Chrissy boy. Hush. Howard Stern said it, and I never understood this. He said this years ago when I used to listen to him, and I never understood what he meant until I started taking Metamuse. It was like, if you have to wipe more than three times, you're doing something wrong. I yeah. thought he meant how I'm. Sh I thought how I was wiping. I thought that's what he meant. It's like, no, it's how you're eating. Yeah. Because if you oh, if you if everything's good and you're taking it, you get enough fiber, it comes out. It just goes. <laughs> it just shoots out like <laughs> it just comes out like a log flume. You it's didn't amazing. even know what happened. Yeah, you know, yeah. You, it's always a shock when you turn around. I don't think I've ever had that in my life. Really? Oh, oh I was going for. A while. I had a good run for a while there where it was perfect. It was perfect. I could. I knew, and I knew. This is how fucking tuned in I was to my diet at the time. And I was just like, I knew I, I knew if I ate something the night before, I said, mm, tomorrow's going to be tough. Tomorrow's not going to be. Because I was, it was just like, whoop, see you later. Back, back to business. I didn't waste no time. It's like wiping a marker. Sometimes when I wipe, I'll wipe and I'll wipe and I'll wipe and I'll wipe a hundred times. Still poop. Still poop. Let me check that. It's like I'm wiping a marker or something. It's a really it's, sloppy marker. <laughs> oh, it's the worst when you've got like a wipe with a paintbrush. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, it's the worst. You ever have those where it's just so bad? I know uh, this is disgusting, but where it's just like I got, I gotta get, I gotta take a shower. There's no way I can. Oh this. yeah, oh, yeah. Like, constantly like, with Everyone the tools I have yeah. right now. This cannot be cleaned. No, that's like a, that's one of my favorite bits in uh, American Dad, where they, they're on the, they're on their way to leave doing something, and you're coming with us, Roger. You got me into this mess. You're gonna help get me out of it. If I'm to go anywhere, I need to. How do I put this? Wipe better. Better. <laughs> he just like he couldn't come up with an excuse, so he just... <laughs> and I was like, "Oh man, you know what? I can relate to that." You didn't get a chance oh. to bathe after. I had to leave a movie set once because I shit my pants a little bit. <laughs> Luckily, we were shooting a few blocks. It was like a friend of mine was doing a commercial, and I sharted like on set. And I said, "I gotta go home." With I couldn't even think of an excuse. Like, where are you going? I gotta go take a shower. I and I and after, I'm like. And Bill, Bill Bill Miller, who was my DP uh, on my film, eventually he was a DP, and he's just like, "That was really unprofessional." Frank's like, "Bill, I shit my pants," and it's just like, <laughs> "I told him like, what you want me to do." Fucking in tears. It was like the ha it was the hardest I've ever seen it live. He's like, "Cause you acted so strange. You just stood up and said, i 'I'm gonna go home and take a shower.'" <laughs> <laughs> I, I had no clue about because you got to get out of there because once the smell. Oh right, you're you done. Have, it's over. It, you are. It, the it's clock it. is ticking. As yeah. soon as that batch is yeah. unloaded, because you got to get out of there before it wafts. I don't know. I don't remember. I mean, it's been probably a long time, but I've had some fucking real close calls where I did it one time. <laughs> I shit into my underwear because I had to go so bad uh, at a public restroom. I had to throw all my my pants out. <laughs> <laughs> I shit into my pants because I pulled it down quick to go and I just covered the bowl with it and it just went right into the pants <laughs> and I was hovering I was hovering well while we're here when I first moved in <laughs> with Deborah, and we were like uh, we just moved in it had been like the first week of literally the first week of us moving in and I was off from work that day and she was going to work and I'm just like I'm like okay honey I'm gonna have some coffee and I'm like wow I'm in my own kitchen and I'm having a making a coffee, and my, the lady I'm gonna marry is just going to work. I feel like such an adult, right? That I, this is so it's perfect, perfect timing. It wasn't a fart, and it came out with such force, Chris. I can't even describe. It was, it was like uncorking a fucking like shook champagne bottle. It, went, it was like like a split second. It was like the floor was like if you blinked, there was no shit, and then you blink, and then you open your eyes, and there's just shit everywhere. It's like how Peter Griffin sits. Except like where my feet were. When I moved my feet, there was just like two clean spots where my feet were. It, it was in the front. I don't know how it got in the front. It was oh, just so much hard. shit. And I just stood there and it was like this first few seconds I just went, no, no. <laughs> and I had to like make makeshift sandals out of paper towel to get into the bathroom to come like to clean all the, to, to shower all the shit that my whole lower half was covered in. And then oh, the whole time I was just thinking, how am I going to clean the kitchen? I don't understand. Like, what do I do? Like, this is not like, so there's no playbook for this. <laughs> Where you splat shit all over the kitchen. Huh. It's like, what do you do? I anyway, got, this episode. Yeah, <laughs> I came real close one time. on the way. I was on my way home from work. I had to pull over and get out of the car because I couldn't stay in the sitting position anymore. And I'm on Surf <laughs> Avenue screaming at the top of my lungs, Stop this! Come on! I was so mad. Had you, had you gone through the open the belt buckle protocol yet? I went, it was every protocol. I was about to take my pants off. Oh, I didn't, couldn't have any kind of, I would have been on Surf Avenue right by the, the entrance of the, the Bell Parkway screaming, help me like a psychopath. <laughs> People are just looking <laughs> and I'm clenching. Like you can't fucking believe. I, I've had, you know, I've doorman in my building and there's been a couple of times where I couldn't even, oh, well, just once. It was just one time where I got, I came in and I couldn't even 
lie to him. I was just like walking hunched over. I'm like, I'm going to shit my pants. Like <laughs> He's like, oh my goodness, get upstairs. And, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and then I came uh, to walk Pippi afterwards. Like, Did you make it? I'm like, I just made it. Uh, anyway. So anyway, uh, classic episode. This is a classic. Does it hold up? Does it hold up? Uh, well, I guess we'll talk about that after I do my rundown. Let's go through it. So Gart Williams, a second episode where somebody's named Gart, because there was a major Gart in that episode mm. about the spacemen who start disappearing. Uh, right. Yeah. I wonder Ooh. why that is. I wonder who's is Gart. Is that a popular and, uh, name? I mean, it must be. Now. Nah, it must be like someone a, he knows. We had a whole discussion of like, what kind of, is that short for Gartholomew or something? Like we yeah. could not figure out <laughs> what that name was. Oh, uh, yeah. So he's an advertising executive who's getting chewed out by his boss. He gave like uh, important accounts push. to somebody. And yeah, that's where his boss starts screaming, push, push. Pushed all the way, all the time. It's push, push, push all the way, all the time. Right on down the line. Fat boy. Why don't you shut your mouth? Well, he fat shames his boss, then walks out of the room. <laughs> Another scumbag who's got like yeah, what fat the fuck? Head. What's going on? It's like two episodes in a row. It's like all right, that's his weight has nothing to do with his like demeanor at work. That's take it easy. That's not you know. That's a low blow. It's just it's low. a low blow. And the guy, the, the, such a prick boss, he lets him stay after that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like he ain't that big a prick. He made his bark's worse than his bite. He's worked up after work. He's he's just miserable. His boss. He does a thing on the train that I've done when I'm so mad about something and I'm playing like an imaginary conversation over my mind, and that one word slips out. A push, push, push business. Push and drive. It's push, push, push all the way, all the time, right on down the line. That's enough. (laughs) 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 What you call a psycho? It's like it's that moment. Eventually, calms himself down, takes a nap. He wakes up. And he's in an old, 19, uh, old West. 18, oh yeah, 1800s, 1800s, 1800s trends train. He asks the conductor, he's like, oh, where am I? He's like, well, Willoughby. What do you mean, Willoughby? Where's Willoughby? That's going to be right outside. Oh, wait a minute, what's going on? There's no stop on this line called Willoughby. And look at it outside. The sun is out. It's summer. They say and Willoughby the, a lot in this a fucking A lot in this episode. Willoughby. 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 It's Willoughby called Willoughby. Willoughby. Willoughby, sir. Willoughby. 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 Willoughby where? Willoughby, Connecticut. Willoughby, New York. No Willoughby on the line. Place called Willoughby. Willoughby. Willoughby? Town called Willoughby. 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 Stop is Willoughby. Willoughby, sir. Willoughby? Willoughby. 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 I'm going to get off at Willoughby. 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 Shouted something about Willoughby. Willoughby. I didn't realize how much they say it. They say it a ton. Six three quarters of the episode, yeah. the only dialogue is Willoughby. Yeah, it's almost like an acting exercise at one point. Willoughby? 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 <laughs> so he's like, what's Willoughby? And it's this idyllic town. Somebody's riding one of those stupid penny farthing bicycles. What's the, what, yeah. the, what, the, what, what the fuck were the point of those things? No, there is no point. No, they're, they're a stupid invention. Are they just for show? I mean, yeah. you, you can't be doing that. But who are you showing? Yeah. It's like, hey, everyone, look at that. Look at how much of an asshole I am. Penny farthing <laughs> bikes always bring me to two places in my mind. They show the prisoner because that was the symbol for the, the village was the penny farthing bicycle. Because according to Patrick Go in the creator of the show, it's like, it's just a stupid thing. And it just best represented how this society did not work. Because it's just a stupid, unwieldy thing. And the first Jackass movie where he gets Jackass, on Jackass, I was going to say. Hear ye, hear ye. This is really going to suck. Why wouldn't they just make two of the same size wheel? Oh, oh, 
Hiri, hiri. Yeah, they do BMXing, Victorian BMXing. And he face plants so hard Knoxville on that one. That's how everyone has to get off that. That's the only way you can get off that thing. Yeah, that's the thing. I I don't, I I think I can. Like now you're up and riding around. Now what? Now what's the next step? You haven't thought of this. You just greatly compromise your circumstance now yeah. there's no way off unless you like essentially like dive onto a nearby pole like that's the only way you can get off that safely <laughs> you're gonna have to jump i can't be with you here after sundown there's no other way somebody's gonna have to jump you're gonna have to jump are you gonna jump what are you fucking nuts and it's a beautiful town he's confused but then he wakes up and he's back on the train the uh connecticut so he must be on metro north yeah he's on the yeah because he named some of the spots on the stops on the metro north there's yeah. one stop that they don't do anymore but yeah it's all connecticut stops yeah so he gets home and we're, we're shown a typical surling it's, it's a staple at this point a surling shrew wife we specialize in people that are sick and tired too guard i'm sick and i'm tired of a husband who lives in a kind of permanent self-pity. A husband with a heart bleeding sensitivity that he unfurls like a flag whenever he decides the competition is is a little too rough for him. Yeah, she was fucking mean, that lady. Mean, so, oh. I mean, it's a point where it's like, not just a trope at this point, like he must have had somebody in his life that oh, done yeah. him dirty. <laughs> Named fucking Gart or whatever the fuck. It was like, fucking it, Gertie or something. Because they're, they're fucked they're, good. A they're a type. I mean, and they're very specific in how they're written. Like, and very yeah. similar in how they're written. These women. They're they're just castrating pieces of shit. I'd love to read up on more about. Mm -hmm. if there is. I gotta actually read about the Sterling since we're doing this show. Because I want to know. It's like what, he had. Did he have a problem with his mom? Somebody's. That sounds like mom issues right there. And he's like, she's saying, I don't like this life. I'm tired, Janie. I'm tired. I'm sick. I don't like my job. Uh, this is not who I am. This is not where I want to be. And I don't love you. You don't love me. You just, uh, you're basically making me do this stupid job so you could have this lifestyle, which, you know. He says, you know where I'd like to be? Place called Willoughby. Willoughby. Willoughby? Town called Willoughby. 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 And he starts explaining, it's just a beautiful place. And this is a place I saw in my dream. I'd love to go back there. And she's like, shut up, you piece like, of shit. Grow I'm going up, to you, bed. You yeah, fucking you idiot. Why don't you fucking go back to work so I can buy my booze and is abuse it, you? And Willoughby, is there a man that'll make me come? Because <laughs> <laughs> you can't. Just like uh, she's just throwing Maybe on. there's a man there with a <laughs> stiff dick for me. Because <laughs> someone in this house don't have one. <laughs> maybe there's a real man with a real cock. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah yeah there's a lot yeah. of uh women that just basically that's why i probably picked the episode that i love her chance to dream because there's a guy being just harassed yeah. sexually by yeah. a woman in his dream <laughs> your willy be soft <laughs> <laughs> she's like um if, if you ever orgasmo all right fellas i'm ready to fudge oh my gosh you want me on top no no uh, i'll be on top you're gonna make me come or I'm gonna kick your butt. Ah! 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 Come on now! Ah! Ah! Come on! Fudge midnight! Fudge midnight! Kick your butt. <laughs> oh, I was just thinking about our cast movie the other day. I'm Sancho. It was so fucking funny. So, Lights are on and stable, Captain. Lights are on and stable, Captain. Woohoo! Let's see some fucking action! Dave? Yeah? Calm down. Right. Sorry. The best is Matt Stone. His whole thing, his whole character's gimmick is that he's always shocked to be watching porn, even though he works <laughs> as a porn cameraman. He's always like, I suck. Yeah. 
Stop that cock! Damn it, Dave! Keep your mouth shut! Sorry, sorry, dude. Got a little excited. This look of shock. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Get some. <laughs> so he goes back to work, and his boss is yelling, push, push, push. And then he, he goes into the bathroom, and he sees his boss in the mirror just going, you gotta push, push, push. <laughs> Bashes the mirror, and he's just basically having a breakdown at work. Understand? I've had it. I, I just can't take this another day, not another hour. This is it right now. I, I, I've got to get out of here. And he gets on the train again and again goes to sleep. And he sees. And then this time he wakes up at Willoughby again. Place called Willoughby. Willoughby. Willoughby? Town called Willoughby. 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 Oh, wait. Is there a third? There's three times. There's three times. There's three right? times. Yeah. yeah. The second time he sees it again, he's all. Yeah, he's all. And like, then he's like, next time I, I'm getting off. I'm getting off that fucking train. I'm getting off at Willoughby. Next stop, Willoughby. He gets. He gets off the train, and he's greeted by all the townsfolk. Hi, Mr. Williams. Hi, boys. You catch some big ones today, huh? I think tomorrow I'll join you. Plenty of room and lots of fish. Hi, Mr. Williams. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. The conductor Greeting him by his first name. Yeah, like, hey, Gart, you got such a normal name. <laughs> and I bet you could get so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Those kids, he wants to go fishing with them. Yeah, he wants to go fishing with the kids, and he's having a great old time. The conductor pulls out his watch. They do a dissolve into a emergency light is one of those. It's a, basically a... Yeah, it's a, con, it's a conduct, not a conductor, a train. That's usually, that, that's train signaling where they wag yeah. the... The light to notify. Yeah. It's track safety. Well, I took that course when I was uh, working for Con Edison, and I used to have to go down the MTA track, subway tracks. Oh, really? Mm, yeah, Fancy I man. To do that. I still have to do that stuff. It's not. It's terrible down there. It's your worst. As as bad as you can think it is, it's worse. Oh, like the <laughs> the in between like, stations. Yeah, like in between the that walk, you don't know what's in there, what's waiting for you in that those that darkness. That is fucking there's chuds in there. Oh yeah, oh boy, there is. You know what the fucking craziest this shit is? When I was doing that, so now like they don't stop the trains from coming, but they they slow them down a little bit, and they have someone who's doing that fucking that hand waving shit with a, yeah. a, a light. But like when the train's coming, you have to like go in between the little wallway and just stand straight. And they tell you don't look up, just look straight ahead because if you look up, the you might catch. Well, no, you might lose your balance and tip back, and oh. you won't hear the train behind you because the the one in front of you is, is so fucking loud. So you won't know that there's one, and you just, oh, oh no, I'm dead. So they say you just look straight. I said, motherfucker, and it's so tight. Oh, I said like I was worried about my gut getting hit. Those cops that are chasing uh, Ned Beatty in Superman the movie, and they get they eat shit on the subway tracks. Yeah, it's scary fucking shit. That scary always scares me shit, out. man scary that was fucking and the train is so big oh my god when you're down there you think like when you get on the train like it's like double the size it's like two trains oh. like from the floor uh, my my eye level was like where like you're stepping in yeah no yeah, good I don't like it no good scary scary boys down there and there's rat rats <laughs> touching you Ugh. well anyway Gart's dead just jumped off the train did he shouted something about willoughby then ran out to the platform and that was the last i saw him Doctor says he must have died instantly. Right, Guard uh, just took a fucking took a walk off that train. Yeah, so the conductor's using the signal because Guard had jumped off the train and screaming something about Willoughby. Place called Willoughby. 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 Town called Willoughby. 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 And he screamed something about Willoughby. And he just jumped off the train. He's dead in the snow. He's like, uh, what's it called? The funeral home across the street uh, called an ambulance. They put his body into this hearse, or it's an ambulance. It's an old style ambulance. It's actually the, essentially it's the it's the Ghostbusters ambulance essentially. Yeah. They close the door and it's, it says Willoughby and Son Funeral Home. Willoughby, 
Maybe it's wishful thinking nestled in a hidden part of a man's mind. Or maybe it's the last stop in the vast design of things. Or perhaps for a man like Mr. Gart Williams, who climbed on a world that went by too fast, it's a place around the bend where he could jump off. Willoughby, whatever it is, it comes with sunlight and serenity. Yeah, it's a big twist. And is a part of the Twilight Zone. Next stop, Willoughby. Place called Willoughby. Willoughby. Willoughby? Town called Willoughby. 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 And now a word from our sponsors. Coming soon to theaters. I'm Professor Kansas Bowling. I'm a graduate of the University of Teenage Studies, earning my PhD in The Young Girl. This is a film for all you mothers and fathers and those who wish to be. Parents, beware. Lock up your lock up your lock up your lock up your lock toys. I'm so ashamed to say this, but. Don't have sex with me. Oh well. A typical teenage runaway. I love the new radiated like bikini at all. I said if I loved him, he was allowed to fuck my asshole. Angel. You know that isn't what happened. She's fucking dead. We're gonna fucking deal with it, okay? Should we take her to a hospital? No! You should model. Caged animals? It was, it was violent. We're here to tell you about how hard our lives are. Being teenage girls. Cuddly Toys. Getting cancelled at a theater near you. This city gets crazier and crazier every day. Hey, mister. Oh, jeez, we got a live one. Hey, buddy, the English nobleman in my teeth told me something. Hey, if you go to wnuf.bigcartel.com, you get the out there Halloween mega tape and other products. I bet you didn't know that. Did you know that the dust balls in my living room, they're there on purpose? Did you know that? Um, do you, do you want like a dollar or something? Ah! Ah! Did you just throw a cat at me? <laughs> my God, are you okay? I saw everything. Yeah. I think so. I'll tell you one thing, though. I'm not gonna rest until I find out more about how to purchase the out there Halloween mega tape and other products from wnuf.bigcartel.com. I can tell you that much. Yes, I too would like to learn more about how to purchase the out there Halloween mega tape and other products from wnuf.bigcartel.com. Uh, I want to talk about my personal connection with this episode a little bit. When I first started dating Deborah, it was one of those times where I used to come over to the Feinstein residence to get drunk and pass out. And <laughs> one of those times, I can't, and this was the first time I had come with Deborah. And while I was drunk and passed out, Juddy over here watched uh, right. that episode with Deborah, and like you two bonded over it. She was like, oh, Justin, so much fun. We watched Next Stop Willoughby because I woke up the next morning. You both go, Willoughby, Willoughby. <laughs> And so this one's, a, you know, got nostalgia. Nostalgia berries. Yeah, nostalgia member berries with this episode. Hello, eh? This is one of those episodes. It's one of my, used to be my all-timers before we started this little experiment. Now when I watch it in context, it just feels like it's really good on its own terms. But you see it's a variation on things we've seen before. 
which was uh, Walking Distance. It's very Walking mm -hmm. Distance and covers basically much of the same thematic ground. Yeah. It's also, it very much touches also on a nice place to visit. Yes. Yeah. Where mm -hmm. it's like that similar type of like tone. I think it holds up though. Yeah. On its own terms, I think it's I strong. really, really enjoy it. I still think it's, it's the strongest of nostalgic episodes. The ones where I was really looking forward to and how much I love them. This one, I, it still holds up as really, really good. And I still really, really enjoyed it. This Just because of the fucking desperation of him. Yeah. Like, we've all been there where we're at, we're working a job and just being fucking tortured by everyone. And I, listen, I just got to get the fuck out of here. I got to give it all up and get the fuck out of here. And I, I, I feel like they got it. They nailed like his desperation just to get away from everything really well. I don't know if I like this as much as Walking Distance. I think Stuff with the Father puts that over for me a little bit. Mm. But this is really, no, this is really strong. This is really good visual flourishes. I love when he opens the window and his his reflection in the window is is married to the snow passing the train, which is really beautiful mm -hmm. visually. Yeah. I really like mm -hmm. that visual. And there's a few moments like that. I think the opening shot in the boardroom, very eerie, how it starts so quiet and it's just him fidgeting in his chair. Like good visual storytelling there because you're you understand what the situation is before anybody speaks. Like good mm. direction there. Yeah, I mean it's strong. I, it's funny now that I think when we go to the end season rankings, we probably have to rank them based on category because there's like very specific categories we're seeing. Yeah, mm. Juddy. I think my only problem with this episode is that I'll be saying Willoughby for the next uh, week or two. <laughs> People say Willoughby a whole heck a bunch in this one. Yeah, I didn't realize how much they actually say it. This was uh, according to a couple of wikis I checked. They said this is Rod Sterling's favorite episode of yeah. this season. Of season one. Mm. Hmm. I feel like the the act is also like one step up in this episode compared to how it has been uh, yeah he does a great performance I yeah he's really good yeah i have no i've never seen him in anything else that guy james daly even yeah. both conductors the willoughby conductor he's like oh good man oh he's in planet of the apes ah there you go hmm. he's honoris on a honoris odorous aruncus I, I remember this episode differently. I, I remember, I thought he had a heart attack on the train. I didn't remember any of the boardroom stuff. I didn't remember that he jumped. Yeah, I didn't remember the beginning either as well. Yeah, I forgot he's an ad guy. Here's a funny thing. I was reading up on this episode. I'm like, wow, ad men always are good to use as a symbol of what's wrong with our culture. And, and it made me think of mm. Mad Men when I was looking on Wikipedia. They said yeah. this was definitely an influence for Matt Wiener, mm. uh, creator Matt Wiener's uh, character of Don Draper. Like he said, this was just basically my homage to this episode. And he said he homaged mm. when he was writing for The Sopranos. There was an homage to this episode where he leaves his briefcase, Tony mm. Soprano, one episode. Oh, and he said, yeah, that was because I love this episode, Matt Wiener. Interesting. Mm. So this basically inspired Mad Men in a, in a way. Wow. It, it's just also crazy how, you know, it's the 60s or 1960, and it's still so on the fucking nose. Yeah, yeah it's it is a timeless like, story. You know, anyone can relate to this. If you can't, you're really lucky. Yeah, oh, I envy you if you can't relate to this. I mean, society has sped up, if anything, since then. Like yeah. we look back at those as lazy times. Yeah. Oh boy, this this, this TikTok generation's fucked if they think this is uh, this is gonna be their idealized time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I want to know what John thought. John's being John's, awfully yeah. quiet during this one. No, I thought it was a nice episode. I think if it was earlier in the season, I probably would have liked it way more because mm -hmm. what you guys said, it just felt familiar. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I can totally relate. I mean, even just like the train ride out of a city. You know, if I take the train to go like visit people in Connecticut. As soon as I leave the city, I'm like, wow, that town looks so nice. Yeah. <laughs> 
you know so like yeah. i can totally relate to that yeah but yeah i thought it was a i thought it was a good episode oh yeah you're from connecticut i think one of the stops is westport oh. i think when they announce it yeah he reads off uh one of the stops he reads off i saw that somewhere saga talk i think saga talk so it's some some other line it's saga, saga talk they don't mention anymore on that line that's the one they uh right. all those all those stops were all real stops until actually not that long ago i read yeah, stop mm. it all i saw talk yeah <laughs> And then you know there's a Will there's a Willoughby, Ohio that they do a festival every year. Yeah. What? Last, last stop Willoughby in honor of the episode. Mm, that's cool. I want to go to that. I've been finding that I want to go to a lot of places from based on watching this show. I always like go to the Burbs as a Brooklyn kid. I always looked at the Burbs as this paradise. And yeah. it's just because it's just like anytime I go to the Burbs, even as an adult, I go, oh, I wish I could stay here. I hate Brooklyn. <laughs> oh, I found the festival, the annual last stop at Willoughby Festival. The fun begins at 8 a.m. and it runs until noon. <laughs> What a shame. Brief. It's Willoughby Outdoor Market. Starts things off with 60 vendors of fresh produce, bread, pastries, cookies, locally raised beef, pork, plants, yeah. dog treats, coffee, and more. Oh, it's like the Midwood Mardi Gras. Remember yeah, they just sell socks now. They sell socks. Mardi Gras. So, they've sold <laughs> socks for decades. Saturday, August 12th, 2023. Make sure the market calendars. Another must-see <laughs> event at the event that we named Last Stop at Willoughby after the Twilight Zone episode as it will be shown in the Willoughby Library between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. There will be a continuous screening of the Twilight Zone episode. Oh, that's pretty cool. So they just play that, and then there's a trolley video about the trolley system that shoveled people back and forth between Cleveland to the beach for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> There's and then beach. there's a parade I, uh, in Ohio. I don't think I don't think I don't think they know geography too well. Fucking long trip. Some fucking try. Trolley. Trolley's got fucking legs. It's probably a chemical swamp. Cleveland stinks. <laughs> <laughs> the annual Sorry, parade Cleveland kicks off at 2 p.m. from the South High School, marching down Euclid Avenue through downtown Willoughby. Like We're Euclid offering. Brooklyn. Hmm. Yeah, I know. We're offering cash prizes for the best decorated float. Oh, we should do a fucking zoning out float. Zoning out float at the Willoughby. Oh, dude. I I mean, what are we doing, guys? How much could a float be for the fucking Willoughby? You could win a hundred bucks. <laughs> 100, 200, or 300 for best decorated float, and 25, 50, and 75 for best decorated uh, bicycle. Here, here's what it is. Ooh. Here's our float. It's one rigid hard dick and one fucking sloppy just snake. Well, just flop it around. Yeah, you get like some of that. Uh, what's it called? That uh, those accordion pipe fit like that. What's it called? That uh, <laughs> that stuff that they use for fucking vents. Use that shit. And so that just have that dick just flopping around. It's just like what's the Twilight Zone? How do you not know that? <laughs> I was expecting a little bit more for the Willoughby uh but what would I be expecting for the Willoughby Fair? Well it's no blob fest. Blob fest is just the fucking Yeah, blob right, that's what I mean. Fest. That's what I was comparing it to in my head. It's like this ain't no Me blob too. fest. This isn't a Blobfest at all. I think I'm going to Blobfest this year. When is it? June. I wanna go. I want to go through there for yeah, my we, YouTube channel. Dude, it's a thing. I, I I have to go too because I I said I could write this off as a work fucking thing because it's literally content. Right. I want to do it for fucking YouTube. Yeah. Let's go. That's to, what I'm doing. Yeah. Visiting places. Let's go to Blobfest, kid. I'll go to fucking Willoughby. Next stop. Come on, someone say it. What's it called? Willoughby. Uh, Willoughby. 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 It's Willoughby. Called Willoughby. Willoughby. Willoughby, sir. Willoughby. 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 Thanks, Willoughby. 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 About Willoughby. Willoughby. I think that's good. And now, Mr. Serling. In this library, a certain professor sells things. 
ointments, salves, powders, sovereign remedies, nectars, concoctions, decoctions, and potions all guaranteed. Next week, he'll sell one to a lover boy so that he can slip an affectionate Mickey into the champagne of his lady love. It sets up a most bizarre and very unexpected chain of events. On the Twilight Zone next week, The Chaser. We talked about taking a shit for the first yeah, time. It's, it's really front-loaded, this episode. <laughs> <laughs>